You're listening to Hayes Radio Network, Cannabis Lifestyle Radio. Yo, what is good? It is episode five of Dry Ice. As always, it's your boy Tyrese Younger and your boy, the official Christian Brown. So I was thinking today, okay, I was scrolling through my phone as always, and I got a notification from Disney Plus. Okay, they got a bunch of new superhero movies, and I I started thinking to myself, you know what makes a superhero movie amazing besides weed and snacks, obviously? What's that? It's the origin story, right? Like the fact that you can relate to it and that you can you can see that there's an underdog story and some some triumph. So I thought totally, today, yeah. being that it is just the two of us, we could talk about some things that we've overcame in our lives, kind of our origin stories um, as the superheroes that we, you know, hope to hope to become someday and and kind of talk through how cannabis has kind of shaped our lives and 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 what we've had to go through and, and gone through, you know, obviously with with whatever your your comfort level is with what you're OK with talking about. But I think that it's important um, for the listeners out there to kind of know that that it's not just born with a silver spoon and then you have a lot of followers and then you get, you know, crazy opportunities that you can really come from anywhere and accomplish anything. And I think that that's what I would like to um, touch on today. So sure. So without further ado, I'll toss it to you and you can kind of, you know, respond and, and, and we can go from there. All right, let's get into it. So, um, yeah, I mean, all right. So trials and tribulations. Um, oh yeah. Through the fire and flames. Yes, sir. I mean, that's that's kind of what it is. You got you got to go through the fire to uh, to get to the other side. You know, um, if you really believe in yourself and your plans are solid, then they'll work out, right? Absolutely. Um, you know, obviously, it's like everybody goes through hardship. You know, the best the best athletes, the best you know ev- everything. Every you know every uh, everyone that that you know wants to be a professional at something, and you know some way or another has to go through some some crazy things and so it's just all about the endurance and it's all about knowing that your goal is is the most important thing to you but you though mind what what you know specifically have you had to go through well i mean you know the the most recent leap that i've taken is is just moving out here to the west coast you know after having spent so much time in um in la you know um, or in, in Massachusetts, rather. Um, so, yeah, like, I had to leave my car there. I had to leave, you know, family and, and friends and, and all this stuff and, you know, all this just in the pursuit of, of the cannabis industry and, and being a social media influencer. And, you know, it's it was a big leap, you know. Um, obviously, there was a bunch of people that didn't want to see me go, that didn't want to see me go, and I didn't want to go. <clears throat> but, you know, obviously, I've, I have faith in myself and in my dreams, so... I just had to do it. Um, and it's already started to pay off, obviously. You know, I'm here on the show. I'm your co-host, and and uh, we've had a few successful shows uh, now. So, uh, yeah, I mean... Well, a little bit of backstory. So, obviously, Christian and I are cousins, and, um, well, maybe that's not so obvious. So, our moms are sisters. I was adopted when I was 11 months old. I moved in with my family when I was 5 months old. So, they're the only family I've ever known. Um, and we obviously hung out as as kids and we grew up together a little bit like we didn't do that much stuff together but whenever there was family events and stuff we would we would both roll up and and cause cause some some mayhem 
For sure. Um, we were pretty rowdy. But the thing the thing is about that, though, that was cool, is that we also just kind of reconnected later in life, and 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 we kind of split up for a while. Um, there was no, like, ill will or whatever, but, you know, he moved and I stayed put kind of thing. And um, so eventually um, I, we we went to the same little shithole town. We were there at the same time, Gardner, Massachusetts. Shout out, 01364, what's up? No, but um, so we were there at the same time and I hit him up one day and I, I had an apartment and, and some stuff going for me, you know, killing it at the Bell. Uh, while I was working at Taco Bell. And so I, I hit him up and I said, yo, like, you trying to come over and we'll, like, run some, we'll run some Call of Duty um, and we'll just kind of mess around, whatever, grab some lunch and, and do that type of thing, right? And and I had known, and, and if you were from my, my town growing up and you knew anything about Christian, you knew that he was, like, heavy smoker. Like, that was his thing, you know what I mean? Like, he, he was big into smoking. Right. Me, I was really super, like, religious. Uh, well, I mean, we both were, but I was I was much less rebellious, I guess. Um, and I didn't, I didn't do anything. And actually, I had vilified it in my mind. So he had come over, um, and he knew the severity of it. So he didn't really ever, ever smoke around me or anything like that. I didn't really allow it, like in my apartment yeah, or whatever. Super but he came over. We got some, we got some Chinese food, and we just kind of chilled. And then from that, and like in that moment, we just, I, I, for whatever, like he was, he went and smoked for a minute. And he came back, and we we ran some Call of Duty, and I was just feeling like. Like high on life, man, you know, like it was just it was a cool moment when you can just like stop and time slows and you realize that you're just with a friend and you're vibing out and it's just and it's all positivity. You know what I mean? It's all good vibes. And and there's just there's like in that moment, you're like, damn, like, you know, nothing, nothing, nothing bad could happen right now. Right. And and so we were chilling in in that moment. We kind of talked about this life that we wanted to build. We kind of talked about this this whole thing we wanted to do out in in Los Angeles of all places you know yep. we we're 3000 miles away this is a year and a half ago and we we just we knew we were going to do it we wanted to manifest it and we decided we were going to put everything that we had into this thing um and and that really that really got tested um when like he said he kind of got asked to just jump right out to California um, yep. We we hadn't been talking actually for a while. There was some there was some low key fuckery some, that ha- that went down. There was a little and, bit of beef, you guys. And um, we didn't we didn't talk for for a while. A couple months. He lived. He so actually I ended up asking him to move into that apartment with me in Gardner. Um, we lived with some dickheads, and then that kind of put a wedge between us. He ended up getting kicked out by said dickheads, and <laughs> um, and and that kind of put a barrier between us because. You know, I was caught between, you know, my family and these people who at the time I also kind of viewed them in a familial light. You know what I'm saying? They helped me buy my sure. first apartment and we were all together. So it was just a tough time. And also he was with a um, person at the time who was not a huge fan of me. Um, and that kind of that kind of played to it as well. And I, I realized I just needed to get out of there. You know, I was I was so tired of of just the garbage mentality that surrounded us growing up, you know, not necessarily by our peers, but by so many of the adults that kind of just um, instilled into us what we've talked about on other shows, which is like that you're here forever and you're going to die here and your kids are going to die here and, and that there's no way out. And I said, fuck that. I'm out. I didn't know anything right. about California. I didn't know, like literally I want, my goal was to come to Los Angeles and I was like, oh, Santa Cruz, that's also a famous city. Like they must be <clears> right <throat> next to each other. So I just, I literally bought tickets and, and bought myself a place and we just moved out here. Um, and he and I weren't talking for a while, and then it was like, I don't even know. Maybe I was there for like three weeks, four weeks, just kind of just doing my doing what I could to try to kill it in, in Santa Cruz while I was there. 
and I, I was working a good job. It was me and my my girlfriend, my ex girlfriend, my girlfriend at the time, um, and uh, and one of said dickheads. And um, so we were we were all there together, and we had all the three of us previously lived with him, and and he and I was ta- I was talking to them that very same day. This is how crazy the universe is, right? I was talking to them that very same day, and I was just like, yo, listen, like, rent's kind of high up here in Santa Cruz, and um, we all work at Taco Bell, so, like, maybe we should get a, another roommate, and it would suck to have to, like, train somebody up in the ways that we do things and, like, explain ourselves to somebody new, like, yeah. what if we just kind of dipped back in the old pool and, and we got Christian out here? That was obviously immediately shot down with the whole, like, oh, he blocked you on everything, like, you can't get a hold of him. And I was like, damn. Right. I was like, damn. And then don't I don't <clears throat> I go out in the car and I'm sitting there a couple hours later, just got back from going to grab some food. I'm scrolling through my my Instagram DMs and the I got I, and, right. And I just got like a, a um like a message request and I checked it and it was him on like a spam account that he made, um, just hitting me up. One that I wouldn't have thought to block because I didn't really like, you know, know it existed or whatever. It wasn't really talked about. And he he hit me up on it and and literally we just made amends right then because we're the type of people and i think all great friends and, and family are you know that it's like certainly should n- be nothing is nothing is so big that we're really just gonna not like not actually fuck with each other anymore the only thing that happens ever is we get mad and then we create space whether it's space for a month or two months or, or three months we always know that that we it's just a cool down period and then we'll come back and we'll be chill right whatever so he hit me up on on some shit uh, with that same type of energy and obviously I I ran back inside I was like like holy fucking shit like we were just talking about him he just hit me up I'm gonna in, I'm gonna ask him to come to California like I'm just gonna ask him right so then I get on the phone with you and I'm like yo listen so you're an overthinker and this might not be logical because we were just getting in a fight and I don't know how I don't know how it would work to have you come out here so I right. was like um I'm gonna buy you a ticket right now like I just bought you the, the I just bought you a ticket. You got to find some way to get to the airport crazy, right now. Crazy, guys. He hits me with this out of absolutely nowhere. I mean, we're from from one minute to the next, we're talking about me going to California at some point, <clears throat> eventually, you know what I mean? And and us, you know, teaming up and doing all this stuff and, you know, just, just doing what we're doing now. And, uh, you know, within minutes, he, he had said, you know, I, I got a ticket ready. Um, you know, here I am, what was it, 1.30? 2 a.m., something like that, and yeah. you're like, listen, I have a ride for you right now, like right this very second. They're coming to pick you up. You can either get in the car, you can go to the airport, and you can come to California, or you can stay where you're at, and you can be stagnant, you know? And it was crazy. Like, like I was I was really on some, like, tough love type shit. I, right. Cause, you cause just wanted I, me to chase my I knew that I knew that his place that he needed to be at was out here, yeah. and and you know what I mean? He might not have not have seen that with that same clarity as me. I mean, and, the, and that's the thing, you know, I'd always dreamed of coming to the West Coast. You know, I'd, I'd always known growing up in, you know, in between the East Coast and the South, like, I like I got to experience those parts of, of the country, you know what I mean? And and while they were, they, they had their perks, you know what I mean? Like, while they were great, while I was there, I just always had this feeling inside my inside my heart that I was meant to be in the West Coast. And from the you know? moment that I touched down here, like when I got off the plane and oh, I, yeah. I got the job and, and all that, I just, well, I when I first got here and you weren't here, I knew, I was like, damn, like this, this is the place. Like all those conversations we had, like this, like this is it. Yeah, you know what I mean? You get off. you get off the air, airplane and it's just beautiful weather every day and, and, and it was amazing. So so I, I, I hit him up and I was like, yo, so listen, so not only did I buy you a ticket, that you have to go to right now. Otherwise, I'm going to be pissed because 
I just bought you a same-day flight ticket. And if anybody that's ever flown knows how goddamn expensive those are. <laughs> and then I was like, and also, seeing as I'm 3,000 miles away right now and you just need to completely abandon your car and everything that you have to chase this dream, and it's a now-or-nothing thing, I also have a ride coming to you. They're 15 minutes away. And I was like, so I'm basically done talking. You can tell the ride you're either going to get in the car or not. And and quick, quick like, backstory, you know, just really quick thing. For all the people wondering why I didn't just drive my car— because, right, that would that would have been the most sensible decision. I had just, literally just hours before, broken off my car key in the door. Couldn't drive my car. So I was on my way to my sister's house and, and ended up having to get a ride there and all that stuff. And so, you know, when I got there, um, I was considering calling a locksmith and all this stuff. But it was COVID, obviously. So, um, you know, one couldn't come out in, a, in an expedient manner. And um, due to the fact, you know, I knew that it would be a process. So I just, I decided to take the leap when I had the chance, you know, just weighed out my options and I, I went with my dreams. You know? and, and so kind of what we were talking about, guys, in the, the big circle back here, um, we're talking about, you know, superheroes and origin stories and, and what you have to go through to get to where you are. And so the behind the scenes uh, kind of, you know, pinpoint difficulty that, of that situation are it took two people who are usually pretty like, egotistical and like arrogant and stubborn to both be like all right like i fucked up you fucked up like we can get past this let's just because it's like well, what brothers what we know? had to go through was not nearly as important as the goal right. or the dream so we had to step beside ourselves in that moment and realize that what we were going to achieve what we were trying to achieve was bigger than than the bullshit Yep. And it's like so that you know that's a just a a person to person thing that you're that you're gonna have to struggle with when it comes to relationships and and like who really can be in your life and and who can't and and one for me one thing that's tough for me is like when I was in high school it seemed as though like I had a lot of friends you know what I mean I felt like I was I was popular and and I bet a decent amount of people would agree and. I was captain of some sports teams and I did a lot of clubs and a lot of extracurriculars. So I, I was pretty like well invested in, 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 you know, I was part of the scene, whatever. Sure. And when you graduate, like everybody kind of sticks around and does their whole little thing together. Like they go to all the cool little ice cream shops and shit around and like they, they do their quote traveling where they just drive like 45 minutes from their house and they call it good. And, and like I wasn't about that. Like, I, I thought that that was too small for me mentally. And listen, no disrespect to anybody who, who wants that for themselves. For right, me personally, right. like, I'm just about doing what's best for you. And for me, that's not, that's just, it couldn't be me. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's it just wasn't it. And yeah. so I, I saw them doing that, and I was like, nah, like, I got I to gotta get out of here. So I moved about 15 minutes over, and then that's the happenstance that, that caused Christian and I to meet. Or not to meet, but to reconnect, because his sister was staying right down the road, um, from from where I, I ended up moving to. And um, and I just thought, you know, I need to get out of here. I need to be 15 minutes away, whatever. Did that for like a year and then said, no way. It needs to create some real distance in space. And then I came 3,000 miles away to California. And the thing is, is during that time, I tried to reconnect with so many people mm-hmm. from my past. Because when you're really going to get it, when you're really going to fucking do it and you're going to just, you know, send it, full send, Sometimes you have to turn your back on on certain people, you know, sometimes you got to make difficult decisions But that's not a personal attack on anybody. You just have to do what's best for you 
And so I did that and I and I knew kind of what I was going to try to do and where I was going to try to be with the influencer thing or whatever. I didn't really know the scope of it. I didn't know opportunities that are this cool were going to come come around, but I I knew that you know that I was driven enough and that we were driven enough that something was going to happen. Yeah. Um and and so at that time I I kind of was like, "Hey guys, you know what I mean? We haven't talked in a while, but like I'd love to like start a friendship or, or rekindle a relationship because we did have such great times when we were, you know, younger and and I think your vibe is dope and I, I would love to kind of rekindle that with you. Right? Left on red, left on delivered, send the message through, wake up and you're blocked, right? Cause cause nobody sees it. Nobody understands what you're actually trying to do. They just resent you for making a decision for yourself that's not the decision that they would want to make. So right. right. Now that stuff is happening, right? Now that we have the show and I get a couple views on my videos and, and things like that, and I'm showing up on, on a few people's For You pages, now everybody wants to be friends. Yeah, yeah. You know? That's and and that's the part that really gets you. That's the part that eats away at you. Yep. Especially, like, somebody like me who's just like, oh, I don't need it, like, just kind of have my blinders on, go straight for my goal, mm -hmm. and who doesn't try to be open to people, right? But it's like I have, for whatever reason, some weird, like, soft spot with people in my past, people who, like, rocked with me when when my dream was to just, like, run a Taco Bell someday, you know? And and just, like, when we were all all kind of on the same wave. Yeah. And it's like now every <clears throat> everybody wants to be cool. Everybody wants to say, oh, come to my house, let's make content, come chill, come do this, oh... Are you gonna Are you gonna smoke me up? Are you gonna do whatever? You know what I mean. And it's just like it's like where Where were you at? You know what I mean. When, when the struggle was happening, when when like right, none of this happened, me. right? Yep, absolutely. It's and it's like we we hit you up because we because we care and we want to do stuff with you. I'm sorry, I just got a text. That's real awkward. No, but um. Seriously, though, guys, so I, I guess just an important thing for me or, or what I realized my personal superhero moment was, and I think everybody has one. Um, I think it happens twice in everybody's life. You know, the first one, when you realize what your superpower is, your personal, the thing, the thing that says this is going to be my ticket. This is going to get me where I want to go. When you realize what that is, I think that's your first moment. And then when you realize what your biggest weakness is and you overcome that, I think those are the, the two biggest tropes that make superhero movies so great and so relatable because when you realize what your thing is what your passion is that's equivalent to your superpower and when you put in the time and work you can make it whatever you want to make it and the only thing that the only factor that really stops you or plays against you is kind of you like your own lack of of actual self-confidence you know what fear. i mean what fear yeah that, that's fear. the only thing that's going to stop I, you I is being scared i heard an acronym once um for fear that was false evidence appearing real you i know? like that it's it's what you tell yourself you your limitations are set in your mind you know you're like it's it's like they say the sky's the limit you, you know what i mean you guys like you, you have no idea what you can actually do right like the human mind it's capable of some crazy crazy stuff you know like whatever you want you have as long as you want it with everything in you you have it and but I think, the minute you stop wanting it, you jeopardize it. Yeah, absolutely. And you know what? I think I think what I want to do with this show and 
And what I want to continue to do moving forward is I want to have a part where where we tell where we tell the people listening, you phenomenal people, where we are, you know, in our yeah. journeys and and be transparent with you so that you understand that it's not always easy and it's not you know, million dollar checks every, every other day and, and all that stuff. You know what I mean? Like making the, making the jump out here is scary and, and putting everything you have into something is scary. And, and I personally have had to face a bunch of trials and tribulations as, as, um, Christian, um, and, and you guys can find a little bit more, um, stuff about us personally on our, on our, personal pages me at Tyrese Younger on either Instagram TikTok Twitch YouTube whatever um medium you like to enjoy content through and then um him at official Christian Brown on the same on the same services but yep but I I think that so much more important than what you do alone is what you do with other people mm. and so like for me, it's like I'll do a lot of stuff just on my my own with my own social media or my my own content and, and things like that. But but doing the show and and kind of doing things together is is like it's a it's a real genuine like joy for me. And and I think that it's cool to be able to have something that we that we kind of share and and being five episodes in right now, every word that we speak and every idea that we present to people these people are growing with us at the same at the same rate that we're growing you for know sure. every episode we do and every every moment that we get better and we find more ways to be interactive these people are coming for the ride and they're they're downloading and they're subscribing and they're they're part of the family that we're trying to grow that's what's so that's what's so important to us is growing an authentic genuine circle of people that that just enjoy you know, what we do and in turn create an atmosphere where we can all enjoy things from each other. Yeah. Because that's what, because we, we personally love growth and love being able to help each other grow. And, and we, we very rarely miss an opportunity to put, put each one of, you know, us, somebody that we are really close with in a situation where they can be successful mm. if we have the means to do that. Yeah. And that is a great tie and I think, to what I, you know, a throwback to the last episode where we talked about your network being your net worth because, again, getting value from people and being put into crazy situations. I mean, how much of the cannabis in industry is that, is getting an amazing opportunity from somebody and getting thrust into an opportunity where you have to either float or or drown? <clears throat> yeah. Um so something that I that I actually just thought of that's that's like super relative um, to our original topic is the fact that you guys are gonna have to you know coming up in especially in like the entertainment industry and stuff you're gonna have to endure um, you know having people that that just want to leech on just to come up with you so there's gonna be a a point where you really really have to differentiate between who's really riding for you. Because they were there in the beginning, you know, um, and they came about the mud with you, or if they're just if they're just with you for the come up, you know what I mean. And then they have their own their own plans to to branch off or whatever, you know. It's like don't don't take people with you that that don't necessarily deserve it. And and I hate to say that because I I think that anybody is like 
you know, anybody is worthy of a second chance, but there are always people that are out there, you know, just for themselves. So it's really, really important to keep an eye on that and to um, and to make sure that, that you're giving your time to the right people because you only get a certain amount of time and, and nobody's time is guaranteed, you know? So, um, yeah, that's that's just something that I was thinking about. That was another, I like that. that was another trial, you know. Think think about think through. about this, you know. Um, let's let's uh, make a, a driving analogy because everybody drives. Sure, yeah. In this world, when you're trying to come up, and especially in the entertainment industry, but I've worked, you know, fast food and retail and things like that, and I I promise you, it's all the same. Think about it like this: like you're driving down a highway, stay in your own lane. Yeah. And beware of hitchhikers, okay? If you stay in your own lane, you're much less likely to get into an accident. You're not going to have to deal with, with swerving in and out. If you're just in your lane, going the speed limit, 9 out of 10 times, you're going you're gonna to be decently okay. Mm-hmm. And why I say beware of hitchhikers, how does that equate to what we're talking about? Well, a hitchhiker is somebody who doesn't have their who does not have a means of travel that is as fast as yours. And so they basically just try to bum a ride off you to get to their destination faster than they actually are supposed to be getting there. Right. right. So the thing is, if you are beware, if you are, if you are aware of the people around you and, and what, and, and figure out, okay, so here's what I do. This is just a little insight into how my, my mind works a little bit. We're in an age right now where people are selfish. A lot of people are selfish. Okay. And it's not a bad thing. You know what? Selfish has a negative connotation. Let me say self-centered. They mm, put their okay. growth first. They put their brand first. They put their business first before <clears throat> before anything. That doesn't mean they're not a, a love a loving human being. Doesn't mean they're not compassionate or passionate about helping other people or sympathetic or empathetic or any of those things. It just shows they have their priorities. Right, up but a they bit. but they just are self-centered in that they put their their personal stuff before anybody else's stuff. Right. And so when I walk into a situation with new people, what I like to do is analyze and understand what everybody wants from everybody. Yep. Because in this industry, it's like if you're not somebody's friend until you're their friend and you'll know, you'll know the difference. But when it's a business transaction or or business interaction or whatever, you have something to offer them and they have something to offer you. And if you got, and if those two things are commensurate, then you guys start a business relationship with, with each other. Right. And if and if that expands into a personal relationship or a friendship or what have you, phenomenal for you. You know what I mean? That's awesome. But just understand that when you walk into a situation, they're going to have something that they want. Mm-hmm. And if Always. you give that to them, then chances are you can also get something that you want. Exactly. One hand washes the other. It's like, right. like we were just talking to, to Sarah about, you know? Um, and people think, mutualism. and people, and people are, so, people are probably going to be so quick to be like, oh wow, that's fucked up or whatever. Think about it like this: if you take the entertainment industry or or whatever the hell we're doing, content creation, all that. If you if you take that completely out and you just think corporate job or or let me go back to a personal a personal you know situation, Taco Bell. If you walk into a job interview, you have an intrinsic value as a human being who can make Absolutely. burritos or whatever, and then. You have a number in your head that you're looking to get. Now the boss sees a value in you just based off of what you're formally presenting to him, and then he also gets a number. Now if those numbers don't match up, you can choose to either settle on your own value and go down to him, or you guys can negotiate and get something that you feel is equal, and then you go get the job. It's the same way if you're pitching yourself to a brand or you're pitching yourself to to a company to work with or you're pitching yourself for a job. You as a person, through through all your accomplishments and your achievements, have a value. Yep. 
And the other person has a value, obviously, because you're going to them. Or if they're coming to you, then they realize that you have a, a value and they feel as though that they can offer something that's commensurate to what you can give. And for anybody right. that's listening and doesn't know what commensurate means, it basically just means equivalent. So they're giving you something that equals what you are giving them. And and people look at that and they think that it's, it's fucked up. So they don't think about it beforehand and then they walk in and and you've been working at a company for so many years and you just got laid off because of COVID and you've been working there for five years and you got all the way up to $26 an hour, but then COVID's over. That did not that did not erase the time that you put in. It did not erase your value. It didn't lessen your value. So Certainly don't go not. get the $16 job and then make a post about how you how you can't find shit. It's like, no, because you you either undersold yourself or you underplayed yourself because right. at the end of the day, you are worth whatever somebody is willing to pay. Right. And and listen, that's that's another point that I was just going to bring up to yet another another um, personal trial that, that you guys will face coming up, knowing your worth, you know, and, and being honest with yourself about your worth. You know, it's like if, if you're not putting the work in, then are you really worth what you think? You know, and are you really worth what you're telling people that you're worth? Um, another thing is, though, if you are putting the work in right, don't sell yourself short. Know your worth. Don't don't take no for an answer, right? And and be firm, but just you know, be honest too. Be honest with yourself. Be honest with everybody else. It's like everybody has to stay down until they come up, you know. So you just gotta stay down and grind. That's it, you know. Just be honest with yourself. That's all it's about. But if you are if you are one of my fans or followers or one of the fans and followers of the station and you've you've stumbled to the show or if you're a fan of the of the show, you know we are five episodes deep, so maybe we do have a, a fan base by now. And you want to be a content creator or an influencer or whatever, you need to understand that the industry is so disgustingly new that people have no idea what the actual value is. So people are going to be getting underplayed. So let me explain. Let me just go through some numbers with you that will really curdle your stomach. Okay, so YouTube last year, they made about like, I'm actually not going to go with numbers. I'm just going to go with percents. Okay, so let's say that they made about $100 billion last year. Okay, and it 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 was relatively close to that. They paid out about like 55% of that to their creators through ad revenue, through AdSense, all right? About 55, about $55 um, billion. So I think they actually grossed like, like $63 billion or something like that. And they literally paid like $37 billion out to their, to their creators, the people who make their platform watchable, the people who bring value to their platform because YouTube without anybody posting videos, it's not, it's not going to be making money, right? Yeah. yeah they sure. need the influx of people to come and to, to do that. Now, ByteDance, they're the company that owns TikTok. They made about a hundred billion dollars last year and they paid out 200 million. Now, obviously 200 million is an insane, is an insane number and it's an insane amount of money. But you have to think, though, YouTube is giving like 53% of the money that they make to the people who make them that money, their creators. The people at ByteDance are not even giving, it's like 0.01% yeah. of their of the money that they're making to people, uh, to sure. the people who are making them the money. Yeah. And and it's, it's, just, it's just insane. So being a TikToker and not really having a presence on YouTube, what I'll do a lot of the times is I'll go over like my, like the, the views that I get in a month or... Or whatever, and then I'll say this is what I got paid on TikTok, and then if I ever want to make myself really bad, feel really bad, I'll go over to like YouTube and I'll put in those exact same metrics, and and the amount of money that you can make on YouTube is just it's, it's absolutely incredible. Oh, it's disgusting. So if you're yeah. ju- if you're just starting out making content, I would say do it on YouTube. Um, if you're in it to make money, 
TikTok for me personally, that's like my favorite medium. And I think that that's the best sort of content that works for like for me personally. Um, I did the Instagram thing for a little while, but I was I realized I was just making TikToks on Instagram before TikTok was really a thing to do. Um, and so when I made the switch, I found great success in it because it's something that fits like my my former comedy and what I, what I think is funny and what I think works. But it's not for everybody else. So just because you see people going and posting and blowing up and doing all this stuff, the people who are really making the money and who are going to last 10, 15, 20 years in this space as influencers and creators are the ones who can diversify what they're doing, right? So if yep. you have 100K on TikTok, that's awesome. So get your get your Instagram numbers up. Use that to funnel over to YouTube. Get your Twitch numbers up. Do, the, do, it, do it all. And it's going to seem like a lot of work and it's going to be really tedious and it's going to seem like a lot of either brainstorming to get a bunch of new ideas or or reposting shit across all the platforms. Yeah, for sure. But at the, at the end of the day, I'm going to I'm going to say this because I I like transparency and I just want to explain to you guys like real real stuff. So for whatever reason, YouTube blessed me with the ability to post YouTube Shorts with sure under with under 10,000 um subscribers which is apparently something that they're not doing really mm -hmm. um but they just gave me beta access to it and so i started posting some tiktoks on it and i literally had like 400 subscribers whatever um and in one day i jumped from 400 to 682 and one of the videos that i got when i was at like 500 it went up to like 2700 views and if you know anything about youtube it's like it's pretty hard to get views in the thousands and if you're going to get views in the thousands you're probably just going to go to millions because they push out their their popular creators so much more than they push <clears> anybody else um, so it's a difficult space to get into, but if you also have that feature and a lot of people might not know if you don't ever go to your, your creator studio or go to the creator space and see that you have access to that, mm -hmm. you can just literally post your TikToks or reels on YouTube and get thousands of views and right. start making money and, and boost your stuff. Right. It's about, it's about having multiple revenue streams. You guys, you want to be available on every platform that you can possibly be on. You know, you want to, you want to be a familiar or a familiar face rather um, and, and you want that notoriety overall, you know, you want, you want, you know, the, um, platform that you're on to be able to stream your ads, you know, so make, make nice long videos that are going to hit. And the thing too, the thing about it guys is that cannabis is a huge thing. It's, it's blowing up across the entire Absolutely. planet right now. It's, it's going to be still hugely taboo. Right. But soon it's going to be that's not a bad thing. Soon it's going to be it's going to be it's going to be insane. It's going to be one of the, the highest grossing industries on the planet easily. And and as such, places like TikTok and things like that where it is taboo and people are getting demonetized or suspended or banned or whatever from posting about about weed or things like that, that's not going to be that's not going to be the way anymore. Right. So if you are listening and you are a cannabis content creator, you can build just just I'm I'm going to Gary V this right now, okay? Within a year or a year and a half, you're going to be able to post weed stuff just the same as Instagram on your on your TikTok. So if you're worried about that, grow the grow your brand right now and then just introduce that stuff. And yep. if you're smart, like we're explaining to you, and you are diversifying your platform, you can post cannabis content right now on YouTube, and you can post cannabis content right now on Instagram, which, by the way, Instagram is realizing that there's competition because people aren't really making money over on Instagram unless they have a massive amount of brand deals or whatever, or followers. 
what they're going to be doing now is they're going to be advertising on Instagram TV the same way yep. they do YouTube. So if you post IGTV videos, anything over 60 seconds um, is going to go to your IGTV. You're going to start making money AdSense on that as well. So if you get anything in the thousands of views, then you're going to start you're going to start making money. So get to work, guys. So right. So start start building now because this is going to take over the world. Listen, this is like. This is like this is like Dogecoin. If you can be a cannabis influencer, it, it's insane because cannabis, multi-billion-dollar in- industry, and content creation and the need for influencers also a multi-billion-dollar industry. So if you can get into a place where you can marry those two things before it's it's popping, then great. Because listen, what they're gonna start doing now is they're just gonna start getting all the all the really sexy influencers in six months, and they're just gonna start having them pose. With joints or blunts in between their boobs or whatever, oh, and it's yeah. going to be oh, the yeah. same as they did it's with. Guys. It's going to be the same as they did with tobacco. It's going to yep. be the same as they do with energy drinks. It's going to be the same as they do with Gatorade, Nike, all that stuff. You have the same cookie cutter. Trust me, I don't mind looking at beautiful women. So I I I understand the I the sales tactic, and I like the post on IG too. I'm like, God damn, they got me again. Another bikini bong rip. Fine, I like it, <laughs> and and it's just like. But listen, there Some are so many snaps. That's listen. So I can respect, I can respect a smoker, if they if they can do shit like that. Absolutely. But, but at the same point, I'll 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 also like it just for, for aesthetic purposes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Like yeah. If, if you're a coffer and and you took a little baby hit, that's fine. You still got my like, because I like your tan. I like your tan. So. So yeah, thank you for that. that. So don't don't stop posting content like that if if you're one of those people because trust me, I like and subscribe every time. But there's <laughs> uh, there's other there's other avenues that you can take it. You can be the funny big black guy. I'm doing it. You know what I mean? Like you can, you can you have value you can be anything guys. Anything you want. People often think that this is like the modeling industry where if you're different it's kind of sh- it's kind of look looked down Takashi on but it's not like that. The man literally has rainbow hair. Right. Broke broke YouTube. Broke YouTube. Right. And in it, hours. It wasn't really it wasn't really popular. It wasn't a popping thing. Right. It wasn't Listen, a thing to I do. I remember the day that I saw my first what was it? Um Gooba? No, not not Gooba. Um I can't rem- I can't remember the name of the song. But it was one of his first ones that he came out with. And dude, I can remember seeing it on my on my Facebook. Literally on my Facebook feed. And I I played that I played that track and I watched the video and I saw him looking like he just popped up out of, you know, Barnum and Bailey's or whatever, like popped out of the circus, you know, and at first I was like, what's up with this guy, you know, obviously, but, you know, as time went on, a few of his tracks slapped and, and, you know, everybody started to fuck with him. So it's just like, you can think that, that your stuff's not going to hit. You can think it's cringe. Sometimes the, the cringiest stuff will be the most successful. You know, and and you just never know. So your best bet is to just really, you know, throw it all out on the line and just hope that you catch something. You know, sometimes it takes right. a little bit of patience and persistence. That's all it's about. Some of my some of my biggest videos or best ideas or whatever just came out of random stuff that I thought was gonna suck. Yep. And it's like the first one might have sucked, the second one might have sucked, but like if they did well, it gave me time to refine the idea. Just just the act of posting it and getting the feedback from my peers, my friends. The few followers I had at the time when I posted it, what I mean, just doing that just gives me enough to say, okay, this is what I can tweak. Like the idea was good, but the execution was off. Whatever, it gives you perspective, and it just allows you to make better quality content. Mm-hmm. 
what is some, what's some, you know, let, let's, let's assume that everybody listening smokes weed. And so what, what can they do in the cannabis world? What, what type of content is different? What do you think, what do you think could hit? What do you think is going to break the mold? Cause I know that you've seen a lot more, a lot more content than me. I mean, I've seen a lot of bikini bong rips like Matias, and stuff okay, like so that. Like Matias 710, um, he did the whole, the whole nose, nose dabs thing. You know, um, he, he's literally got, like, a little specific rig just for nose dabs. Um, and, and that broke the internet, you know. He's, he's taking big slab dabs and, and, you know, stuff like that. It's just, like, he's just creative. I mean, obviously, it's, it's you know, it's funny. Everybody wants to see overindulgence because it's just funny. You know what I mean? It's like Shoe Nice 22 with, with drinking whole bottles of liquor. You know, it's like, hey, be safe out there, guys. You know what I mean? Like, be safe with whatever you do. But listen, be, be creative at the same time. If you have an idea and you think that it's gonna pop, well, try it. You know, um, yeah, it's it's really like I said earlier. You know, the sky is the limit. It's it's all what you what you bind yourself to mentally. Um, and the thing is, whole, guys, there's a whole world out there. You know what I mean? A whole a whole bunch of content. There's millions on millions on millions of ideas. Right, you and this is the thing. You don't even have to be a content creator necessarily, or or want to be like an influencer or anything like that. If you have a plumbing business. There's no reason you can't just diversify your stuff and just take some videos of, of, of just a person literally doing plumbing or whatever or, or welding or an electrician or, or any type of business that you have. That's just a typical nine to five type of thing. There's no reason that you can't be just every day, like a diary post or something like that. Just talk about your day for, for 30 seconds, 20 seconds yeah. and post that. And then if it catches on, great. And now you could be making some money off that as a side thing or or whatever. But it's just like... More is not going to—I mean, I can't personally think of a situation where, where, where more is a, is a harmful thing when it comes to, like, making money, especially when your ROI is phenomenal because it takes so little time to actually make the content and to post it that whatever you do get for it is going gonna, is gonna to be—it's probably going to even out to whatever your full-time job is. You know, if you can make $50 or $100 or, or $1,000 off of, off of a 30-second post— I mean, I don't know. I don't know many nine to fives that offer offer a return like that, where you can have the freedom of just saying, "I'm just gonna post once today, and that's gonna be okay." Yeah. Tomorrow, I post three times, and then maybe I, I'm I'm cool, and my videos are doing well enough where I take a week off, and and they just keep getting views and and keep getting run up and things like that. Mm-hmm. What it creates, though, so what people think, so the most valuable commodity that we have, because we all die eventually, is time, and nobody ever knows how much time they have. So money allows you to have more time to yourself at least. Like it doesn't it doesn't extend the day. Right, right. It's but not, it it's allows like it you to have you the freedom. Lifespan. Yeah, right. it just gives you more it gives you more leisure. It gives That's you more it ability to do things that you want with your time rather than right. have to slave slave away for money. Right. So a lot of people will give a, give away around 40 hours of their week to try to make money. Well, if you already have money, then there's 40 hours a week where you can be doing whatever you want. Right. With who, with whoever you want. Yep. You know, those 40 hours you could be spending um, working on personal growth, whether that be, you know, um, you know, just going through old old traumas or something that you might have in your head, like working through stuff like that, like spiritually or, you know, growing, you know, um, you know, on social media or whatever. You know what I mean? Networking with with better people, um, you know. It's just, it's all about networking. You know what I mean? It's, it's all about going out and just, just finding what makes you, you, you know what I mean? And, and when you work like a slave, it's hard to, 
it's hard to really like find your identity. You know what I mean? It's hard to keep an identity because you become this robot, you know? Right. So it's just like make sure you guys are are doing something that's important to you and and making time for that. Working hard, obviously it's it's very very pertinent, you know, but um you know, growth is is just as as just as important, you know. And the thing too about like cannabis and cannabis content and and things like that, like obviously it's it's a mild hallucinogen and anybody that smokes knows the, how it it kind of zens you out, but it, it opens your mind to just like new possibilities and ideas and things that you typically wouldn't think are like the most sound or the greatest things, whatever. But like it gives you, it just gives you things to think about, which when you are sober or, or if you, you know, are a little bit more cognitive than me when you're, when you're high, you can think through those things and elaborate. And, and sometimes if you're lucky, they spark phenomenal ideas, phenomenal life-changing ideas that can, that really truly can just change your life. And the thing is, if you, if you smoke and then you go make content or for me, what was crazy for me is the first time I ever sm- like I'm I'm a musician um, as I kind of touched on in some other videos um, in some other episodes whatever, but um, the first time I ever smoked and then sat down and played like piano was like an absolutely gnarly experience for me. Like I was just doing things and thinking of things that I that I never would have done previously, and it, and it really really just transformed the way that I even think about it when I'm sober and 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 just the way that I I attack music as a whole. So I mean, I would definitely. It would, I've never tripped before, but I'm kind of assuming that it's it's a similar experience to that where where your just mind is completely open to just new possibilities. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know. Like, you know me. Like, I've I've only ever tripped on mushrooms. Um, I'm I'm not really like, I'm not a tripper. I, I'm not. I don't. I don't do anything really aside from smoke weed and dab. Um, but when I did, um, do them. I, f- I felt so, so different, like, so, it, it's like you were saying, like, so much more open, like, mentally, like, I felt like I could, um, like, easily access, like, answers to questions that I was, like, internally asking, and, and, and the thing is, like, a lot of these questions, like, you don't even realize that you wonder until you trip, right. you know what I mean? Right. And it's just, like, you're, you're, like, it, it's, like, epiphany after epiphany after epiphany. It's, like, and answers to questions that you didn't even know Yeah, it, it, it's really, it's, you know... As long as you're in the right setting, like you're in the right environment, you're with good people, like it can be such a crazy experience, like such a crazy um, spiritual experience. Right. Um, it, can, it can literally change your life. And, and I'm not advocating, you know, going out tripping every day and, and doing all that stuff. Like I said, you know, I, I'm personally just a smoker, but it's definitely something that, that, can, that can open you up, you know. Um, like you said, THC is a mild hallucinogen in itself, so... You know, it's like, think about it. If the wonders of THC can bring you to such crazy, crazy, like, you know, like, realizations and stuff, like, think about what what something like that can do, you know? Something like psilocybin. And not to mention, you know, the the um, effects on, on your psyche that they've they've been shown to have, like, for curing depression and, and anxiety and stuff like that. You know what I mean? So it's just like, hey, you know, it, it might be worth a try. But to each their own, absolutely. Whatever yeah. whatever works best for you is what works best for you. Exactly and, exactly. and obviously, you know, we're not like doctors or anything, so we would never advocate to do or to not do um, anything. But that is going to be the end of this show, guys. So thank you so much for coming. This has been Episode 5 of Dry Ice. As always, it's your boy, Tyrese Younger, with 
official Christian Brown on everything as well. Um, and we just wanted to say thank you guys so much. It's been doing like a lot better than we thought it was going to do. For sure. Um, so you guys have been, you know, you've blessed us with that. And thank you guys for running it up and, and all the downloads and things like that today. Um, just to bring it back, we talked about superheroes a little bit and and the underdog story and overcoming hardship and and what we've had to overcome and just realizing, guys, that this is a marathon. It's not a sprint. Whatever your passion is is a marathon. And the only way that you're gonna cheat yourself cheat yourself out of being great is if you if you quit before you get absolutely before you get to the finish line. Because you have what it takes. Like I know that you do. I don't know you personally, but I just know that every person the thing is, has you know their that thing. You do. Right, don't, absolutely. Don't cheat yourself. Don't deny yourself of that. You know what I mean? Like at the end of the day, you're gonna do whatever you wanna do. And if you wanna live a life of of failure and of you know, just questioning yourself, questioning your every move. If you want to live a life of regret, then fine, do that. But, you know, it's like if you don't and you and you really want to do something with your life, then get out there and get it, you know? You just got to work for it, no matter what you have to hurdle. So basically, guys, whatever you want to do, whatever you want to get in life, go grab it, unless it's mids, because as you know, this is dry ice. And Where we do not smoke fucking mids. We do not smoke any fucking mids. You're listening to Hayes Radio Network, Cannabis Lifestyle Radio.